June 28, 2001. Leadership, and he came out and told everybody, within three weeks, Osama bin Laden is going to attack the United States and Israel. Now, don't you think that's kind of strange, folks? You see, because the largest intelligence apparatus in the world, with the biggest budget in the history of the world, has been looking for Osama bin Laden for years and years and years, and can't find him. Some doofus jerk-off reporter with a camera crew bosses right into his hideout and interviews him. And I'm telling you, be prepared for a major attack. But it won't be Osama bin Laden. It will be those behind the New World Order. I wonder what Osama bin Laden's targets are supposed to be. And if they don't you know, if this doesn't materialize in the next two or three weeks, it will eventually materialize because, because they haven't succeeded in getting the guns out of the hands of the American people, nor have they succeeded in taking our freedoms away. And so I tell you with a certainty, they must do something terrible in order to stop this backlash and regain the sympathy of the mass herds of sheeple out there. Vanu Podcast number 120, Remembering the Legend. Rest in peace, Milton William Bill Cooper. On this day 20 years ago, the legendary truth seeker Bill Cooper was killed at his home by local bludgies after an alleged outstanding warrant. This was a mere couple months following the 9-11 false flag, of which he predicted in June of that year. Almost a decade of radio, uh, the hour of the time, and an extremely influential book, uh, Behold a Pale Horse. I personally found Bill's work back in 2013. This was the long-lost time when Fascist Book's algorithm would offer useful suggestions, and it just so happened to recommend his 9-plus-hour Porterville, Porterville uh, presentation uh, that he gave in 1993. Uh, yeah, needless to say, I was absolutely mind-blown. I purchased his book, read it, reread it, and uh, then proceeded to tear through the 2,000-plus hours of his radio show archives, uh, mostly while working for a moving company. Uh, I had 8-plus hours daily to consume, and uh, consume I did. All of it was unlike anything I'd ever heard before, anything I'd ever come across, and it was the first time in my life I'd been told to, quote, listen to everyone, read everything, but believe nothing unless you can prove it in your own research, end quote. He covered the current events of the time, including the first World Trade Center bombing in 93, Oklahoma City, the Montana Freeman, and more. I was so young when these things happened, listening to Bill's coverage of them was like hopping into a time machine, uh, getting to somewhat live through them as an adult. Further, his investigations were much more expansive and brought out substantially more truth uh, than anyone else at that time and rarely even matched today. Wikipedia has him listed as a militia theoretician, but he practiced what he preached. His broadcast covered the Constitution, American history, again, to a level unmatched in my opinion, uh, the history and purpose of the militia, and even did some organizing in that vein, uh, if I recall accurately, meaning it wasn't purely theoretical. 
Well, of course, I disagree with the Constitution being a beneficent document. See Benjamin Tucker's Four Monopolies. I don't hold this minarchist position against him. Uh, Definitely not. At the time, I was an atheist, uh, yet still appreciated and understood his perspective on Christianity and religion. To only focus on the words in red, what Jesus actually said. And also, to paraphrase, that if the devil, evil, is real, he, or it, uh, lives inside the minds and hearts of men. As without humans, uh, there is only the balance of nature. Regardless of the topic, he always expressed the importance of personal responsibility, and that if we wanted to find out what was wrong with the world, country, or whatever, we just have to look into the mirror. Just as Hermetic principles teach, what happens in the outer world is merely a reflection of what's inside of us as individuals. And when it comes to the servile society, there's a whole hell of a lot of inner darkness, trauma, and uh, lies and deception by way of propaganda. Uh, and this is what Bill called uh, the Open Air Mind Control Laboratory, um, which is now uh, certainly engulfing the entire world. It's no wonder that society is in the position that it's in. Listeners of the Vani podcast will, will recall a number of re-releases I did of his Hour of the Time program. Most pertinently here, numbers 87 and 88, uh, which was titled Beware the Rockefeller Medicine Woman, uh, Whoa, Man, uh, The Vaccine, Germ Theory, and AIDS Frauds, uh, back from 1993, and number 114, Secret Societies and Psychological Warfare, uh, one of his 1996 series. Both of those are of critical importance in this current time, so please do take some time uh, to check them out if you haven't already. Note, For those who'd like a sample of number 114 before the full thing, I put out a shorter, uh, roughly 30-minute excerpt called The Scientific Medical Technocracy and the End of Eden. It was uh, TVP intermission number 51 from September of 2020, uh, if you'd like to seek it out. He was certainly ahead of the game, uh, far ahead of the curve, and a true inspiration to many like me who had the lucky uh, circumstance of finding his work and then being so impacted by it uh, to continue the path of liberation. So much so, I can safely say, none of what I do today would be possible uh, if it weren't for that critical framework that he laid. Uh, hell, he was largely the reason I started Liminary Attack Radio uh, back in 2015 at his posthumous suggestion, which laid the framework for everything transpiring now, uh, from the tr- uh, Direct Action series in 2015 and 2016, uh, to the launching of the Vanu podcast, uh, coming across the Midwest Peace Liberty Fest folks, uh, meeting and getting together with my current with, uh, with my freemate, and uh, even up to the founding of the Free Republic of Pasnia. I uh, certainly owe this man a large debt of gratitude, and uh, I'm sure some of you reading or listening to this do as well. I could go on, but uh, we'll leave it there for the moment and point you in the direction of a documentary of his work in life titled The Legacy of William Cooper. In summation, a lot of his words fell on deaf ears back in the 1990s when this terror train of totalitarianism was careening down the tracks toward the New World Order, unbeknownst to most of the general population. Well... Now, the aforementioned terror train is very outwardly nearing the station, and while I do somewhat fear for the fate of the servile society, I know this isn't the end for humanity regardless of the outcome. On the contrary, there's a lot to be optimistic about. For one, I know that Spasnia and the Second Realm is a huge inspiration to many already, and will only increase over the coming months and years. Cheers, Bill. We'll see you at the victory party. And just to conclude uh, real real quickly, um, there's one of the most impactful quotes um, that's... I uh, included in the show notes page, but uh, it's one of the most impactful quotes that I ever heard him say. He said, uh, like it or not, everything is changing. The result will be the most wonderful experience in the history of man, or the most horrible enslavement you can imagine. Be active or abdicate. The future is in your hands. End quote. And uh, it certainly is. Uh, It certainly is. 
So uh, that was uh, Vani Podcast number 120, uh, remembering the legend, uh, rest in peace, Milton William, uh, Bill Cooper, and and I do hope uh, you enjoyed that, and I do hope you uh, go check out uh, that full documentary. Yeah, definitely influential for me, and uh, yeah, I'll leave it there. Uh, Thanks, guys. Uh, Until next time. Life is a continuous confrontation with forks in the road. One is good, one is bad. And you could always wander completely off the road altogether and become lost. Totally and completely lost. If you take the wrong fork at one of these junctions, there is always the opportunity at the next fork to get back on track. But it is a constant battle within ourselves. You see, I have studied this concept for many, many years, and I have to tell you that if there is a real devil, like Flip Wilson used to say, the devil made me do it. I'm not telling you that there's no such thing as Satan or Lucifer. I'm telling you this. If there really is a devil, that devil exists in the hearts and minds of men and nowhere else. Nowhere else. For if you take man out of the equation, evil ceases to exist. And there is left only the laws of the universe and the balance of nature. Put man in the equation and before long evil will rear its ugly head and present itself to the world. The evil is within man, and that is why it was called the fall. The devil never made anyone do it. If you do it, you did it yourself because you fell into temptation. For until man once again confronts the real nature of his own condition and of the world around him and accepts full responsibility for his actions without blaming anyone else or any devil, until then we will always be a puppet on the end of someone else's string. And ladies and gentlemen, when that someone pulls that string, we will dance.